It is time for another Amateurs Fantasy Sports Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Round 2 TLT Podcast. Uh, it's Mark here with Ryan and regular Rob. Boys, uh, not great areas for the uh, 50% of teams with Brandon Smith this week. I know it's uh, hotly contested in the uh, in the questions this week, and we've been, been talking about it off air. But I mean, I have to say we discussed it at length in the preseason, Ryan, that we thought that Brandon Smith might suck, and it turns out that he does. Yeah, um, I wasn't too solid in coming into the season, and yeah, this has just sort of dampened my expectations a little bit, especially now that it seems like he's going to be a, a middle for the most part, even though he is named at hooker, mm. but with Jake Turpin and Drew Hutchinson on the bench, it's uh, it's looking like he's going to be spending a lot of time at lock, doesn't it? Yes, and I mean, obviously we'll, de- we'll delve into what that means later. Uh, the other thing as well is, is Victor, is Victor Radley going to get through HIA protocols? Mm. So yeah, because that's I mean that's another question. But I mean for the for the the uh, for the discussion later, uh, and Rob, I know you're feeling the pain of many fantasy managers who didn't go with the gun hooker, and um, you know it's a it's a, it's a tough spot this week. Yeah, I'm stewing. I've been stewing since uh, the weekend. But mm. yeah, I think there are going to be lots of people in a similar position with Boyd and cheese and we just need to kind of see where we get to and yeah. <laughs> I don't know it, it hurts but yeah I don't know I don't know what to do I'm I'm, I'm on the cliff face help me out boys yeah. well luckily we're here we'll wade through the depths we'll come come to some answers or, or maybe we won't but we'll give it a crack anyway uh and we're going to start with one of our potential answers here on Thursday night with the Panthers coming up against the Rabbitohs uh, naming uh, 16 of 17 same players. Matt Eisenhuth comes in for Scott Sorensen, who's out with a pretty heavy sort of concussion. Uh, Ryan, uh, I want to institute something for the podcast tonight that I, I have no warning whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, the panico meter. Uh, okay. So zero, not panicked at all, and 10 is extremely panicked. How panicked should people be about Luke Garner playing 50 minutes? Oh, he's, he's pretty high. I think I'd put him at about an eight after one week. It's pretty high in the panic meter, I think. Um, I'd be leaning towards selling. If you wanted to hang on to one more week, just have another look. He's got the buy around three, so maybe that could be the time to sell. But, um, yeah, I'd, it, it seems danger signs, doesn't it? It reeks of... Uh, a couple of years ago when like Kirk Capewell and Liam Martin and Kickow were also mm. rolling in and out playing 50, 60 minutes. Yeah, it's it's not good areas. Yeah, well, I mean, as we discussed on the Team List Tuesday podcast, Isaiah Yeo's their minutes priority here, James Fisher-Harris, another one, um, and Liam Martin's going to get preference over Luke Garner, and you can't have that many big-minute players as somebody's going to make way, and turns out it's Luke Garner. So... Hopefully we steered many of you away and hopefully we can find an answer for you later on in the podcast for those uh, panicking. Uh, Rob, agree with that assessment on Garner? Yeah, I I avoided him, thankfully. Um, But I think luckily for the edge position, there's lots of different alternatives to jump onto um, as Mm. opposed to hooker. So, yeah, hopefully we can help you out there. Yep. Uh, And obviously Nathan Cleary, keep the captain on him. 
Uh, nice little 60. Went to bed 49, come up, woke up at 61. That's what you want from your captain. Uh, on the <laughs> yeah, on the Rabideau side of the ball, there's no uh, Tavita Totola or Jai Arrow this week. Uh, Murray doing great Murray things. Cook doing great Cook things. Uh, they bring in Saluka Fafida and Jed Cartwright. No doubt there'll be some shuffle shuffle. And one of the guys here that we need to have a discussion about is Michael Cheekham. Uh Level of confidence, 1 to 10, on Michael Cheekham holding onto this edge spot, Rob. I think it's okay for round two, um, but host is back theoretically round three. So that's going to be the make or break, I think. I think Arrow is going to play in the middle, um, so I wouldn't mm-hmm. be too worried about him. But host is a real concern for me. But really just for him playing 80, I think. Like he played 80 last week, but probably because of the two um, Arrow and Totola playing no minutes at all. So oh, it's hard because his break even is you know, really, really low. So I can see I can see why people want to jump on. And it's certainly a gamble, but it's going to be one of those ones where you're trading off the low break even of Cheekam with low lower job security than someone like Ben Murdoch Masilla who's coming in um at a little bit cheaper with I think a little bit more job security. So I'm gonna yeah. say job security well pretty middle of the road, like six or seven out of 10 that he's going to keep that spot, but I don't think he's going to play 80 full term. Although South, uh, the Souths do like an 80 minute edge. So mm-hmm. look, maybe their starting edge is going to get 80 and he might make a stack of money, but yeah, I, th- I think if he had a center jewel, I'd be like balls deep, but just cause he's only mm-hmm. edge. Um, that's, I think that's the excuse you need you to get away from it. What, yeah. what are your thoughts on that, Ryan? Yeah, no. Look, similar to Rob. Um, I, I, as soon as you asked the question, my in my head, I, the number I went to was uh, was about a six in terms of confidence. So, look, it's a really risky play. I don't think it's one I'm going to jump into just because I've already taken a lot of risks with guys like Trindle and Ford and stuff like that. So, I've got my fair share of risks at the moment. But maybe if you're if you've got a guy that you you thought. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Like maybe say you've got a Tamari Martin, you're not feeling too confident in him, you want to jump sideways to a cheek and take a bit of a punt. Maybe here's, here's a go because like he is someone who could make a lot of cash very quickly. Like it, it would really only need three weeks of 80 minutes probably to, to get mm-hmm. there. So, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a dice roll. It's and, I mean, if roll. you're sitting there with a Luke Garner and a Brandon Smith and, you you know, you could use that to go down to a cheek ham or a Murdoch Masilla and up to a – a gun hooker, that's probably the way to go this week if you've got that option, hey? Yeah, no, definitely. Yep. Uh, for the Eels, first game on the Friday night, Sean Russell comes back in the place of Loomy Loomy. Hopefully nobody jumped on him with a cheapie. Uh, the back row, Bryce Cardi doing amazing things at Cardi Party. Uh, Dory slow and steady, hop good, awesome. Um, so they're unchanged outside of that, that wing spot. And, I mean, it's basically hang on to the ones you got. Yeah, um, Hopgood, Cardi. Oh, mate, I was riding so high on Friday, on uh, Thursday night after the Cardi party <laughs> and Hop, Hopgood playing 80 and Makatoa not even touching the field was, so <laughs> was interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, very interesting. I don't know if that's going to continue, but, um, yeah, no, the Cardi party wheels up. He's going to make a stack of money too. The thing in Hopgood's favour is he is much better than every other player that they've got in the forward pack. So uh, <laughs> he's going to be... Queensland State of Origin hero Jermaine Hopgood in a couple of months. How's that take? Getting in the oh, Origin mate. team. Oh, <laughs> mate, it's it is like I would bet my house on it right now. No worries. Yeah, I would. I would. Yeah. 
If Ruben Cotter got picked um, last year, he's in for sure. Dory getting the 60-minute role as well um, with mm. Momosia coming on. Um, but then there was a there was an HIA, wasn't there? Was it Penasini? Mm. Yeah. That sounds right. Um, meaning that uh, Dory got you know a few extra junk points um, because he wasn't looking like getting a ton of points, um, which kind of was our key concern with Dory um, because he was getting the right edge as opposed to Cardi who was getting lane spot. Um, but look, just keep on keeping on. I think he's going to get you know your high twenties, low to mid thirties scores, and yeah, hopefully you don't have to score him too often. Yeah, I certainly wouldn't be going out and running to buy Matt Dory at the moment. Um, no. I'd be more inclined to take somebody with a bit more upside, like a Murdoch Masilla or uh, our mate that we just spoke about, Cheekam. Uh, but, you know, if you got him, you just hang on to him and, and wait and see what happens. Uh, with the Sharkies, the gaping chasm uh, on the left defensive edge of the, the Sharks, it thoroughly exploited last weekend. Uh, team looks pretty much as per program, except for Wade Graham out suspended. Connor Tracy comes in. Uh, probably good news for the forwards in terms of the minutes. Oh, actually, they got Royce Hunt there as well, so I guess somebody else has dropped out. Oh, Jack Williams. Um, but, yeah, I suppose that doesn't really matter. Uh, Teague Wilton looks like he's going to be 80 minutes unless uh, they slot McInnes out there for a little bit, so that'll be interesting. But uh, obviously much better for him with no Wade Graham on the bench. Yeah, for certain. If, if you started with Wilton, I think now you're like you've gotten everything you wanted. Um, this is like you've basically got a guaranteed three to four weeks here of him mm. playing 80. Um, he wasn't great last week. He got bailed out a little bit by a try, but that's okay. Like, we've seen his PPM in the past. Like, he, he should still be a, a, a good, uh, reliable scorer most weeks. So, yeah, if you jumped on uh, Wilton, I think you're very happy. I'm not sure I'd be rushing out to buy him. But, um, yeah, no, he should be a reliable scorer over, over the coming weeks. Yep. Yeah, definitely bailed out by that try. But, I mean, you know, he, we've seen him score tries in the past, so... Uh, moving on to the second game on the Friday night, absolute blockbuster. Cowboys up against the Broncos. Uh, for the Broncos, Payne Haas, Pat Carrigan, fantastic as usual. If you got them, keep them. Buy them if you want. Doesn't matter. Um, Adam Reynolds is a surprise packet, I think. Uh, obviously, we see Reese Walsh come into the side, so I, I want to have a, a look at Adam Reynolds to see how Walsh being in the team affects him because, obviously, he took a lot of responsibility there with Cobo having an absolute shocker. Um Outside of the two forwards, we're happy to just let everything go through to the keeper, I think, here, aren't we, Rob? Yeah, I think so. Um, Walsh, we don't really think is that fantasy relevant um, without kicking goals. So it's more just watching um, to see his impact on Reynolds' general play kicking. And, um, yeah, just ride Haas and Kerrigan high. They were both excellent. I'm not sure Kerrigan's tackles will uh, will be sustainable. You know, he was <laughs> he was in everything. Okay. But also he is he is a freak and he's got an incredible engine. So yeah. um look, yeah, if you if you got him right at high, but um that that yeah. was the slight anomaly for me in that game. Yeah, fifty tackles is is fair but Payne Haas only twenty three in, in almost the same was, minutes. Yeah, he was all busts, right? Like all his yeah. score. It was um pretty pretty enjoyable to watch. Yeah, well that's the thing, like Payne Haas is an attacking player more than what Pat Carrigan is in terms of fantasy quantifiable stuff. I think it's probably more likely that Pat Garrigan puts Haas through a hole to create attacking stats than than the other way around. So that's, mm. you know, it's just a play style thing. That's why Haas's PPM's higher. Um, but they're obviously they're both going to be good until you need to trade them out at origin time. Uh, for the Cowboys, the two usual suspects, Reese Robson, Ruben Cotter, both fantastic, 60 and 74 respectively. If you got them, 
be happy if you don't have them. You can buy them if you want. Uh, outside of that, uh, Holmes was fine without being spectacular for scoring and Nanai, big dud there. Uh, you know, we told you so with, with Nanai. Um, probably not anything more to, needed to be said there, right? I think Drinkwater got saved by a try yeah. as well. Two tries. two tries. Two tries, yeah. Um, a two try 40. He looked, he looked good, but <laughs> it was just, yeah, you, you'd be slightly worried, I think, with him. But also look at what all the cheapest 38, did. wow. So. Two tries, 38. Yeah. 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 yeah, I'm pretty sure he was on 40, 40 at halftime and finished on 38. Yeah, so. the Blake Taff second half. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the Brad Abbey. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Brad Abbey's, James Tedesco, poor performance. <laughs> Love that segue. Um, yeah, Roosters, poor, poor, poor the Minnow Club Roosters getting overtaken by heavyweight giants, the Dolphins on the weekend. Uh, Tedesco, poor score. Suwali, poor score. Sam Walker, poor score. Oh, man, I love that. It was just Lindsay Collins. Um, it was the Lindsay Collins show, mate. Oh, Lindsay Collins was awesome. Um, they do welcome Joseph Manu back this week. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see how that goes. Um if you were if you were thinking that Suwali was short a ball, imagine it with also Joseph Manu taking it off him as well. Uh, Victor Radley, obviously, as we sort of said earlier, he's got to pass his HIA, and if he gets ruled out, it might we might see some Siwa Wong or something like that on the bench. Um, but this Roosters team's looking real thin. Yeah, this is uh, no dire times. They got no Fords left. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Outside, of the, outside of the back line, this is the North Sydney Bears. Yeah. It was Matt Lodge got hurt, right? Got the facial injury. Yeah, he's out six weeks. Um, yeah. Just not what you want. Yeah. And, I mean, it's a shame for the Roosters that they had to let superstar hooker Sam Verrills go and they now got some, you know, half, you know, bloke that needs to have four subs. He's the Tavita Pangai of hookers, Brandon Smith. <laughs> How many times did he go off? How many interchange cards did he have in his hand in that game? It was four, wasn't it? It was. No, very he, only, game, he, went, but... he went off twice because yeah. he had the HIA, HIA and then he went off again for another 10 minutes. Yeah. Was that when Felice Cafusi folded him in half? That's when he had the HIA, yeah. <laughs> in, his, in his head and his ribs, is it? <laughs> I don't oh, know. Man. Independent C- doctor C- stuff. Cafusi just ironed him out, man. He got up. If he doesn't have the world's biggest bruise on his ribs, I'm not here. And, yeah, I guess that there's two concerns for me with Brandon Smith now is, number one is, is he carrying some sort of injury because he was just gassed after, like, 10 minutes. And then, you know, HIA, uh, if he spends, like, yeah, my big concern here is he plays 60, 65 minutes, but 20 of it at hooker and 40 of it in the middle of the field, given how short they are. And, you know, it's a it's a big problem for him for his scoring. Um, that that makes him a low 40s, low to mid 40s scorer, which will just mean he'll maintain his price, which, I mean, really isn't what we're looking for at this time of the year. Um, and, you know, un- unfortunately, I think a lot of people are, are faced with the proposition of having to spend two trades to get rid of him. Uh, but, I mean, his PPM in the middle forwards is only like just over 0.8. So at 40 minutes, that's, you know, 34 points or something like that. And then at PBM at hooker is a tickle higher than that. But, you know, really it's, you know, it's a 45 average maybe. Um, mm. I don't have a lot of optimism here, boys. <laughs> no, and especially if Radley's out as well, it's just 
you know, another potential he could even start at lock, right? And then Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm looking at the double the double hooker bench. Yeah. <laughs> Trying and to Hutch, work out. Yeah, what is Hutch now? A center, a superstar center. So oh, man, he's everything. Just, plays every oh, position. Oh, he's much better than Suwali last week. He's just he's Orbo, eh? Orbo light. Yeah. 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 Nah, it's big problems. This Roosters team's got big problems. Yeah, yeah well, but they're coming think, up against the juggernaut, right? So. <laughs> but uh, it's also like important to look at, like even with all these injuries, like Brandon Smith in his career, his entire career, he's only played um, he's only played four games of seventy-one minutes or more, and all four of those were at hooker when Harry Grant was out. So, uh, yeah, I, I just I don't even see him getting increased minutes. Like I think sort of sixty to sixty-five is basically his cap. Yeah, yeah, that's the. A big worry because I mean no. Turpin's showed that he they're more than willing to play Turpin for sixty minutes at hooker. So you know Brandon Smith starts at hooker first twenty minutes comes off into lock or you know into the into the prop rotation and um and Turpin comes on um uh, you know Brandon Smith doesn't get a try out of dummy half or whatever you're looking at a you know forty again uh, and that's assuming he doesn't have a rib cartilage injury that he's now carrying uh yeah. Big, big, big concerns. Uh, I would be absolutely trying to get off him if I can. But, um, I mean, you know, Rob, as you correctly pointed out in the pre-recording, um, you know, a lot of the time, you know, unless you like me and have 400 grand in your bank, it's not not as easy as trading him to a gun. So, yeah, definitely we'll, we'll obviously we'll explore it more in the, uh, in the questions part. Uh, for the Warriors, Chance Nickel Klukstar, big 50-plus score. Sean Johnson was fine. Tamari Martin was you know, a little bit below average. But, I mean, you know, for this team it really is, you know, if you're looking for a wing fullback, Charles, Chance is definitely an option. And if you're looking for uh, an edge, Jackson Ford is, a, is an option, right? Um, I don't think so, to be honest. I'm not sure I'd be rushing out to buy him um, Which right one? now. Like, uh, Jackson Ford. Uh, I, I think he was sort of one you had to either start with and, ro- and roll the dice on him, hoping he keeps that spot, keeps that 80-minute spot for the foreseeable future because um, as Detective Rob has found out that Jazz Devanga um, is making a return uh, in uh, New South Wales Cup. But, I mean, just looking at his forward scoring last week, like he had a lot of missed tackles. He had six missed tackles, um, put up a 44, but had a big line break in there too where he ran about 30 metres. So, uh, like he was well – before that line break, like he was well on pace for – like thirty, like a mid thirty score in eighty minutes. So like it didn't fill me with confidence, and now you're sort of sweating his job security as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and like obviously we've touched on like Josh Curran has had a disrupted preseason. He played stuff all minutes. Like that seems unlikely to be the case for the foreseeable future. Like you assume he's going to be worked into a role and um, and and, and yeah and work up his minutes. And Tavanga is named at thirteen in New South Wales Cup this week, so you. Got to look over your shoulder there as well. Um, yeah, I, I, I just, I'm not sure I'd be rushing out to buy him, especially with like, say, a Liero not that far off, or a Murdoch Vasilla even. Um, yeah, that's that's where yeah. I am. No, fair enough, mate. I mean, the other one that we really got to discuss is Torhu Harris, who banged out 80 minutes for 70 points. Uh, big under the radar, 3.7. percent I'm pretty sure he was. He'll be one of the highest purchase players this week. Looked absolutely fantastic. And, I mean, the dangers for him is the same things you spoke about with Ford with the return of – or potential return of Jazz Tavanga. But, I mean, Jazz Tavanga has been a part of a Warriors team that hasn't been very good, uh, and this Warriors team just won. So uh, 
with with you know, there's nobody here that Jazz Tavang is obviously better than, and you know, there's nothing to say that he doesn't come into a twenty minute prop forward role on the bench. You know, I know that hasn't been his role in the past, but they've got plenty of options here now. They're not relying on him to bang out fifty minutes, so it may be that uh, you know he comes back for limited minutes or stays a, as a big minute forward in reserve grade while he waits, and they use Arle off the uh, off the bench and. Um, yeah, I mean, he's somebody I'm really seriously having a look at this week. Uh, I do have the ability to do Brandon Smith to Torhu in one trade, uh, which is something that I'm strongly considering. Uh, I know, Ryan, you were expressing some concerns of people thinking that he might be a 60-plus average. And, I mean, you do if you look at his front row and lock starts across 20 and 2021, where he played at least 60 minutes, he averaged 64.1 points in 76 minutes. I personally don't think he's going to quite get that many minutes, but there's a lot of 80-minute games in there as well. So, mm. I mean, even if you look at that PPM, 64.1 in 76.44, that's 0.86. Even if he's playing 65 minutes, that's a 56 average, which is plenty, and then you got upside from there. So he's a great one, particularly for overall, because obviously he's playing around 13. He's going to be available through the origin period. Uh, and, I mean, he, he showed... His value to the team. He's a workhorse. Um, what, what are your thoughts just, there? It just felt like a very deliberate eighty minutes as well to me. He did. Like he kind of paced he himself. He was excellent. He got involved when he needed to. And mm. I, I think him and I think Nakore are going to be the biggest minute guys going forward. They just looked. They just looked great. Um, but I don't know whether it's sixty five or seventy or eighty for Tohu. It's going to. He's going to be playing big minutes. I'm sure of that. Um, it's just, yeah, what what impact is Jazz returning going to have on the likes of guys like Dylan Walker, you know? Because Dylan Walker was really good as well, I thought, like brought a good spark off the bench, played like 45 minutes or so. Um, yeah. And Jazz and Dylan Walker, to me, are very similar in their roles mm. and what they're going to be asked to do. Um, so you might be right. He might play Reggie's for a while and then come back. Yeah. Um via that way if there's an injury or something and then play front row who knows um yeah but i think tohu's going to be playing big minutes it's just whether that kind of 80 minutes is sustainable i don't think so um and ford i probably got the same kind of questions as ryan um to me yeah Curran playing 20 minutes just seems crazy um but if it is entirely based on his slow kind of preseason, um mm. that might ramp up um but he might pinch minutes off Nakore as well. So, yeah, we just don't really know. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I, I like Tohu. I think he's worth a worth a gamble there. I do. Yeah. Uh, moving it across to the mighty, mighty, the Dolphins. Uh, <laughs> Did you hear all the Redcliffe chants? It was uh, so yeah. phenomenal. So great. Mate, <laughs> and I'm Brave kept calling them Redcliffe as well. Oh, mate. Yeah, he's a dingus. Um. <laughs> They are almost unchanged. Ray Stone disappears off the bench, not even in the 21. I have to imagine that's injury-related. Yeah, I'd have to think so, just to disappear uh, like that. Yeah, but he's been replaced. The handy handy guy, Mason Teague here. You might actually not know who Mason Teague is, uh, but Mason Teague was the captain of the Penrith reserve grade team last year that won the grand final. Yeah. Uh, he is a big minute lock, absolute weapon uh, yeah, he's he's absolutely uh, got a future in this team once the, you know, Jesse Bromwiches of the world tie up the boots. 
Uh, and I mean, maybe before that. So yeah, he he's one that could absolutely, you know, end up pushing Tom Gilbert into prop and him becoming the lock, uh, that, that type of skill player. So it'll be really interesting to see him. Obviously don't recommend buying him this week with no idea what's going on with Ray Stone, uh, but one to keep an eye on. He's in the hop good bracket. I, I, I understand. Oof, might be next year's hop good then. Yeah, one to keep an eye on, one for the black book for now. Uh, outside of that, there's obviously lots of questions about guys on this bench. Connolly Lemuelu came on uh, and played 60 minutes and, you know, made a mockery of that edge uh, of the Roosters. Uh, Mark Nichols, cheeky try, what did he, 45 minutes for 70 points or something like that. Uh, Jared Wallace went off uh, injured. But, I mean, fantasy-wise, the really one that we need to have a close look at is Hammer. Uh, Ryan, you're a big hammer naysayer in the preseason. Are you? Was have it? you changed your mind on him? Was I a hammer naysayer? Yes, um, you were. Okay. You were. Okay. You were the king. Uh, oh, I was the king. The king of the the hammer naysayers. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, look, this is who Hammer is, though, isn't he? Like we we know who Hammer is. He's a uh, he's a roller coaster. He's up and down. He had a try save and a line break and a uh, sorry, he had a try save a try. Try assist, line break assist, uh, 192 metres like, for 52 points. Like, this is who Hammer is. When he gets the big attacking players where the Dolphins, on, Dolphins are on top, he's going to score well. Um, if there's a week where the Dolphins aren't rolling, um, as hard as that may be to believe, when they go, you know, 25 and 0, um, 24 and 0, <laughs> um, <laughs> then, yeah, like, he's going to be putting up, like, 20s and 30s uh, we've seen in the past. So, look, I, I think he's a fine option. He'll, he's got potential to be a keeper. Um, I, I don't think anything's really changed from the preseason other than that um, people are higher on the Dolphins than they were, uh, except for me. Uh, people are higher on the Dolphins than they were a couple weeks ago. Yeah, see, this is why we called you a hammer naysayer, mate, because even though he had a great game, he made it sound like he's still bad. That's, maybe it's just the way that you talk about him. <laughs> Well, mate, I'm the only one in this podcast who had the Dolphins top eight, so don't you? Yeah, to me. Mate, even the NRL physio, mate, he was. Yeah, uh, he we calls himself send, a real fan. Yeah, can we, can we make the bloody? Can we make a TikTok on that and call him out <laughs> on the socials? Yeah, well, he <laughs> he posted a lovely photo of him and his kids in Redcliffe shirts. Um, yeah, got to have a look I reckon at it. call him lovely. out. I reckon call him out on TikTok. Yeah. No, what you do if you're if you're a team <laughs> like like a bad team is you say you're going to be bad every year. And then when you're good, it feels so much better. Yeah. Except the Dolphins were never bad, mate. They're just, they're, they're a just giant, giants lying in wait. Yeah. The so, fins up, I reckon the fins up video was the, the thing that spurred them on. Did you guys see that? I don't think so. Oh, I, saw the, man. I saw the big like dolphin hats that everyone was wearing in the stand. Yeah, yeah no, there was a video that came out on social media. Uh, go and find it and watch it if you haven't seen it. It's really. Terrible. It's the most cringy thing you've ever seen in your life. It came out on game day advertising those fins. And it's got like Edric Lee and he's like waving the fin around and they're all like dancing and it's like they're all just looking at each other like, what are we doing here? <laughs> That's great gear. Um, speaking of guys that were standing around going, what are we doing here? The Raiders, uh, they, uh, you know, got put to the sword by the Cowboys in the first half and managed to come back that almost got there. Um, silly boy Jordan Rapana is suspended. Uh, I don't know why he just keeps doing stupid things like that, but he does. Um, but outside of that, they're fairly much, well, they're actually exactly the same. So Albert Hopewadi is going to come onto that wing. 
Fantasy-wise, Tarpany disappointing, Smith Shields disappointing, uh, Levi a trap as we thought. And um, that's probably about it. Any uh, interesting fantasy points here for you, Rob? Yeah, Tarpany was very, very disappointing for me. I have him in draft as well as classic, so I was doubly, doubly hurt. Um, just... Yeah, I don't know. It just he just was lacking attacking stats really. I think that was the main only one tackle bust. Um everything else was kind of just the base was there. It was just nothing, eh? He just got nothing going. So let's hope that he can put some bigger scores together. Um because yeah, yeah it's upsetting seeing guys like Cotter and um Carrigan who were cheaper but um just putting up, you know, bigger base and uh, more attacking stats and um yeah, but I don't know. It's round one, I think. We need to not, you know, oh. we know what Tapane is. He's he's incredible. He's one of the best props in the game. He just had a bad game. And the Cowboys are a juggernaut, right? So you can't, you, can't, you can't blame them. Really, really just got to, um, I, I don't know, the, 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 the doom. Like, I've seen people, like, wanting to trade Tapane out, and I just feel like it's so don't silly. Trade um, don't trade Tapane out. Please trade Tapane out. Oh. I'm going to make some ranks back. So like, Tarpany made 39 tackles on the weekend because his entire first stint, his entire first like 25-minute stint, the Cowboys had the ball basically the entire time. 39 tackles would have been good enough for his third highest tackle count of last year. So mm. he also had four missed tackles. Important to remember, it's bloody North Queensland at four, four in the afternoon um, in, the, in early March. Like just give him a week. He's going to improve. His P- even with four missed tackles and one tackle bust, his PPM was still like 0.92. Like he's just regular he, tapping stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's going to be better when the Raiders are on top. Yeah, unfortunately, they're going to play the Juggernaut Dolphins this weekend in Queensland as well. All right, so southeast up. Queensland. Yeah. Southeast Queensland. That's fine. Oh, mate, I can tell you, it's it's hot here at the moment. It's, it's not. It is not a vibe here at the moment. But no, I don't know if there's much else going on at um, Raiders HQ. Uh, no. Chris was pretty disappointing at fullback. Um, yeah, not a lot of good fantasy scores. Stalin got saved by a try. Don't look at him. Yeah, I mean, you, you could tell all the like. It just been in every single game, there was someone going down with cramps. Like these guys mm. are obviously underdone. Like it's round one. Like the the, the match fitness is going to improve. The Minutes and performance are going to improve. Like, there's a reason why, like, you know, there was stuff all scoring in most games. It was all defense and tired blokes after 70 minutes, you know, cramping up. It was a, it was a plotter's um, daydream, wasn't it? That, uh, it that was, round, yeah. You know, your Gerbos, yeah. Plotters. Josh King. Josh King. <laughs> yeah. And Tor, who's the king of the plotters? Oh, is he ever? Yeah, he's a... <laughs> He's cosplaying as a prop, he's, right? He's, he's just enough. He's just not enough of a plotter, but he, he's like he's right on the precipice of being a weapon and a plotter, and he yeah. just he feasted on the both best of both worlds. Um, speaking of plotters, Melbourne Storm next here. Uh, <laughs> man, they were doing trying really hard to lose that game. Uh, Munster out for the next couple of weeks. Uh, no sign of Tarek Sims or. Uh, Tom Eisenhuth, they come up against the Bulldogs, who were just absolutely horrendous. Uh, Fantasy-wise, I think it's the tale of the two back rowers for Melbourne Storm. Uh, I took a lot of positives out of both of their games. Uh, Ellie Katoa looked dangerous, almost scored a try. Uh, I was screaming at the TV when Meany didn't pass him the ball when he was running that line there. And um, 
no, I, I feel good about both of those guys. I think they're still buys if you if you need somebody, if you need a jump ship off a of Ghana. Um, any additional thoughts there, right? No, look, I, I thought it was very encouraging. He's going to be a weapon this year. I really liked what I saw. Um, once he builds up the match fitness and builds into that role, he's he's going to be a very good player. And I was a little bit um, – my opinion wasn't that high uh, as what it is now going into round one. But after seeing him in round one, it's um, – it's improved. I like what I saw there. Um, the scores yeah. will come with that as well. Uh, he, he was another bloke that was cramping up at the end there too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he took uh, – yeah, he, he he tried his best to get sent off at the start of the game uh, and then worked out he was supposed to be not doing silly boy things. So <laughs> I forgot he was playing for the Storm rather than the, Yeah, the Warriors. The Warriors. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Bulldogs name an unchanged side after getting their asses handed to them by the Sea Eagles and just looking absolutely dreadful. Halfback of the year, Viliami Kikau, uh, the worst of the bunch, I think, is absolutely ineffective the entire game. De- very disappointing. Um I can't believe that they haven't tried to do something here. Uh, but, I mean, it's interesting to see Carl Olapu, who's the guy they got from the uh, the Broncos, is named down in 20 there. So and he had an absolute barnstormer and reserve grade in his first game there over at the Bulldogs. So there's going to be a lot of pressure on Kyle Flanagan. So keep an eye on Carl as a cheapie. Uh, but outside of that, I'm actively avoiding every Bulldog until further notice, I think. It was it was uh, Ryan Sutton, and that was about it. Reed Marnie was good too, but um, oh yeah, actually he was good. Yeah, and I Ryan, actually Ryan think Sutton was solid. I actually think I might jump on Reed Marnie for Brandon Smith in my head-to-head team this week potentially, unless anyone from the Hurt Lock is listening, in which case I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to do the opposite of that. Yes, not that uh, yeah. at all. But no, um, I got no issues I, with getting Reed Marnie. I think yeah. he's a good buy. I liked his involvement in the kicking game. He obviously looks like he's a central part of their attack. Uh, not that they did them any good, but I think with time and combinations, uh, that's going to improve. Uh, same case for the Tigers, who also with time and combinations is going to improve. Hard to say, boys. The first 10 minutes of this Tigers game, my heart rate was off the through the roof because I took the Titans and the Tigers were just attacking and they were coming down this left edge with a fury. Uh, unfortunately, the half on that left edge is Luke Brooks, so they didn't actually <laughs> score any points from it. Uh, but they tried, which is important. Uh, I can't count how many times Isaiah Papali'i caught the ball standing flat-footed. I reckon it would be double digits. Uh, uh, that's the David That's the David Fafita. That's the David Fafita special of years past. He's not at the Eels anymore, is he? No, he's not. He's getting some terrible <laughs> service down that edge. Um, so, yeah, hopefully they can sort that out because – um, you know, it's it's all well and good to have these weapons, but if you don't use them properly, then they're no good. Alex Twal playing 60-something minutes at lock is an absolute travesty in 2023. Love Alex Twal, but he really doesn't fit in with the style of this team, what they want to play. Year of the plotter, mate. It is year of the Week plotter. Week of the plotter, sorry. Yeah. Could be the year of the plotter, mate. We don't know that. And we don't. David Clemmer got a 60-something score, which would fit in line with that as well. Yeah. Appy Corusau noted non-plotter. Uh, only 15 points. So uh, he's going to be one. For, he's going to be one for the watch list for sure. I actually missed him off the uh, stock, the amateur stock market article this week. So he'll have to get added to that before I forget. So um, what, by the time you're listening to this podcast, he'll be on there. So as far as brought you're aware. You by, brought to you by Jonas Wealth Management. <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah, good. No, that's a good time. Yeah. So why don't you give us a little bit of a plug on Jonas Wealth Management, right? 
Yeah, no, look, he's uh, sponsoring our stock market this year, Jonas Wealth Management. If you're if in need of your uh, financial advisory needs, just go to, what's his website? Is it uh, jwn.com, Jonas Wealth Management? Yeah, something like that. Just go to the, the article on, on our website and it'll link you across. He's all over LinkedIn up. as well. You'll find him. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. He, um, he did ask me to mention specifically that he is beating me. He be, beat me in our head-to-head and he's beating me in ranks. He asked me to mention that as part. He's of got about course. fifteen dolphins as well. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Jonaswn.com for all your financial needs. Yeah. So, and I know a lot of people think like, "Oh, I'm young. I don't need a financial planner." Blah blah blah. It's actually the best time to do it is when you're young because you've got more time to uh, do the right thing with your money. If you don't know that compound interest, go and Google that, and then talk to Tyson. Um, <laughs> it's fitting that we spoke about him directly after the Tigers as well because his favourite player is Robbie Farah. Um, <laughs> did the, the Tigers Knights... win last week? Or... No, they did not. Oh, they lost. They, they lost. did not win. Unfortunately for them. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Knights, uh, pretty similar looking team. Adam Elliott out, Jack Johns in. Other than that, you know, so, oh, and Dane Gagai is back. Um, Tyson, Tyson Frizzell named after his unlucky HIA. He was absolutely having a barnstorm before he got injured. So um, if you if you followed us in, uh, have some faith. St- stick with us. We promise it'll be better. I was so sad too because he was going so well. I was yeah. just, just like I was so happy. Yeah, he was like 12 points in 14 minutes. I was so happy. Like he busted a couple tackles. He was in just about every tackle. He was, it was incredible. Mm. He's making so many. And then, yeah, he was just in one too many, um, put his head in the wrong spot and just, yeah, I, I was so sad after that because, yeah, mm. just one of those things where like, it, and, and this is a perfect example of like um, process versus result. Like sometimes uh, just because you have a bad result doesn't necessarily mean your process was wrong. Um, it, it might be wrong in this case once we get a bigger sample size, but uh, yeah, it's just sometimes you get a little bit unlucky. It's just the, the luck-based nature of fantasy. Yeah, exactly you right. Like a HAA though, can you? It's like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you did all the right things. Uh, Frizzell and Burton were in my team all off season, and I decided to go different directions. But like, mm. yeah, he's going to be for those of us that don't have Frizzell, he's going to be a phenomenal buy um, in a couple of weeks because all the things that Ryan said in the off season about Frizzell are true. Um, you just get an even more of a discount now, probably. Oh so. no, he's made. Yeah. He's going to beat his break even this week. It's only sixty. Well, yeah, but even if he does, like, he's still then you still get like. 20, what, what did he lose? 44K or something. So you still get a 44K discount on, on what was already really, good. He's turning up this week, mate. Oh, I really need him to put up a 60 just to like hurt, just to like soothe my uh, my bruised ego. That's yeah. But I don't, I don't think it's going to matter long term. I think he's still going to average what he averages. But yeah, it hurts. I, so. I, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Uh, last game of the round. Oh, mate, I can't wait for this one. Dragons and the Titans. Finally get to see the Dragons in action. Uh, every other team aside from the Titans will have played two games before they get to play one, which probably is a favour to rugby league. Uh, <laughs> Tyrell Sloan, fullback, he's relevant. Uh, Tassi Teletau Mone has been, you know, he's allowed to play, but he's named in the 21. It'll be interesting to see if he just comes straight back into the team. I actually kind of think he might. Um, Jack Bird named it lock. Ben Moto Priscilla on the edge, all fantasy relevant. Um, assume we'll get questions about him, but... Boys, did you get one or both of Sloan or Medic Masilla? I know I ended actually ended up with both of them for my overall team, and they, I'm I'm going to start Sloan this week. Uh, oh, what about no. you, Ryan? Where'd you go? 
Um, yeah, I ended up with Murdoch Masilla just because I um, I I had Cardi in my eighteen, so I just swapped uh, mm. Perham to which swapping out Perham doesn't seem like a bad move now. Down to Murdoch Masilla just to get that score. So yeah, I've got uh, Murdoch. Uh, uh, after all, after seeing all the cheapies in their first game of the year just flop, I'm really nervous about jumping on the title. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, I really like him. I think he's going to go well. I've so. got Sloan for what it's worth. Um, yeah. But I, I think Ben Murdoch-Masilla is a good guy to get. I don't know. Would you do AKP to Murdoch-Masilla this week? Um, Probably not. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm, keeping the, I'm going to keep the faith to like, on AKP. If you need to double and Murdoch-Masilla is a good guy to get, I think. But Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to put him in my 18 this week and just eyeball him. I don't have the ability to loop because I didn't get any manly players. So I'm just eyeballing Ben Merrick-Masilla this week. Um, and he'll come into my 17, all going to plan next week for one Nathan Cleary who will be on the bye. Uh, last game of the round here, Titans. Khan uh, Pereira, the aforementioned, much maligned Khan Pereira, zero points. Was looking like a negative score. Um, updated to zero. I'm not hey. sure if that's better. Um, but I guess it is. But... Mm-hmm. Tino flop. Uh, Kieran Foran's been named, but uh, obviously uh, carrying an injury. We think this might be a little bit of ducks and drakes. I'm going to back a Brimson 5'8", Jaden Campbell fullback, Chris Randall to the bench uh, situation on game day. Yeah, I think Sexton is smoke and mirrors. I think he's there to cover Boyd, right? So I, w- yeah. I would I would agree with you. It's like, w- what was the injury? For it was a knee, right? PCL, yeah, it's like PCL. PCL. Yeah. So it's one of those ones, right, where you can play through it. But why would they? Why would they do that? Mm. Let them heal. Well, they won. The they won. They won last week. They don't want to take anyone for granted because we've seen what happens when you do that, Roosters. Yeah. So, yeah. But Foran like limped off. He was not in yeah. a good way, um, no. and it really dried up for feeders' output. So that it did. Yeah. Big, big concerns. But uh, but look, I think if they're naming him, unless it's like complete smokes and mirrors, he's probably not. That's probably not a long, long term. That's my kind of mm. thinking. But no. that's because I'm a I'm biased as a feeder owner. So, <laughs> who yeah, I, I think I'd, I I think I'd be all right having Brimson out there. I think I'd rather have Brimson than a hobbled Kieran Foran. I'd rather have Brimson than Campbell. Campbell looked really bad at six. Yeah, because I, th- I think he's a fullback. I don't think he's a six. That's yeah. probably why. I'm sure he can play there, but playing there and being good at it is not the same thing. Um, Ryan, I, I think that's the uh, – you, you've collated, done the, a kindness to us and collated the questions and tried to organise them in a sort of a big group of uh, you know, guys who have asked similar questions. So where, where are the listeners at this week? Um, oh, look, should we start with the number one question? This is the question that everyone's asked. Um, Brandon Smith, are we trading Brandon Smith? That's the most popular question by far for the week, so we should we just cover everyone off right now and, and discuss it? Yeah, uh, well, I mean, yes. Uh, the answer is ideally yes, but question, like to who? Mm. So... In an ideal world, you took some positional cover and you don't need a hooker, in which case I think the answer is just a flat yes. So if you got Reese Robson or Harry Grant and Tanner Boyd, 
it's I think it's just a flat yes. Um, and I'd be getting the best player that you can. You know, I would consider even going down, like to a, you know, a Liero type uh, player. Um, I do have an interesting one that I want to flag with you guys and see whether you think this player is better or worse and worth a trade is probably more the point, is Lindsay Collins. Mm. So with that really short Roosters bench, 561K, he actually got flagged in the preseason as somebody that if he managed to get like 55-plus minutes consistently, he'd be a buy. Looked really good. Second-year ACL comeback player, 59 points in 56 minutes. Uh, eight tackle busts and 130 metres, 39 tackles in a in a beaten side. Um, obviously, a buy in round four is is the major detracting factor for him. Um, yeah, well, like because the, the PPM output we saw from him um, was similar to what we saw pre ACL, like 2020, 2021. So, mm. which is um, and like because I did dis- I discussed it. So I'm pretty sure I wrote the article on Collins, and I, I discussed it there. I think I wrote the article on Collins. I oh, did, yeah. Yeah, okay. but it, um, I, I, I agree, and that's precisely where we got to, was kind of minutes-based, and we just didn't think he was going to have the role. But we also didn't know that Lodge was going to be out for this long. And that you know, and Warrior Hargraves too. Warrior Hargraves. Yeah, what's up with him? Is he, he's got a back injury. Yeah. He's old also old very man back. Old. Yeah, he's also very yeah. old. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think it's a – I'd probably get Collins. I've got him in draft and I'm just like licking my lips. I think there's just so many minutes available um, on that Roosters, mm. in that Roosters middle. Yeah. Um, I guess but, the question is, is it worth a trade? Yeah, that's the issue, isn't it? And it's like there's so many other known quantities in the middle that I'd rather have than him. But is it like, yeah, is it worth it? Worth it? Do you think he's going to be, a, I suppose, do you think he's going to be a keeper? Really, isn't he's, it? I think he's going to play price. State of Origin as well. He's definitely going to play State of Origin. Yeah, which is the down, the other part of the downside. And the early so the, the answer might be, I, I think, Ryan, where we're sort of leaning to is if, if it's not positional-based, you can go down to uh, Ryan Sutton, a Trent Liero, any of these type like of guys. Bird as well, if, you're, if you can get him. Um, sure up that center spot. I know it's not mm. doesn't fit your uh, game theory. Not a bit my game theory, but not everybody but plays the same. Bird game. at lock is pretty enticing. Yeah, like if you, you just don't think his bird as a as a center, like the fact that he plays center is a huge bonus. Like just to take that out of the game theory mind, like if you were buying bird for the idea that he could be a 65, 70 minute lock, average low fifties, and you're getting him for what he's priced at about forty one right now, and the fact that he is center jewel as well is just sort of the icing on the cake, isn't it? Yeah, I think he's going to be the best. If he, Look, if he stays at lock, the, always the issue with Bird is because he's so versatile, he yeah. can play centre, fullback, left edge. And that said, right edge. If, if, they're, if they're carrying uh, Moses Mbai with Jacob Little there, like, wouldn't it stand a reason that Mbai will be the first one to move into the centres? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. it does. It does. And and But I, I've got no issues with getting Bird, I think. And, and lock is... Absolutely, his best position for fantasy. So, um, mm. I would do bird. I would do cheese for bird in a heartbeat if I had four more K. <laughs> well, here, okay. So here's a question for you: Would you go to Torhu, or would you just go Smith to Bird and then play Ben Murdoch Masilla in your forwards and 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 not have to play Tyrell Sloan? 
Like, what's that worth to you? Playing Murdoch, Ben Murdoch Masilla over Tyrell Sloan? I don't know. See, the thing with uh, Murdoch Masilla is we just don't know what his what his minutes going to be. Like, if he's a fifty minute mm-hmm. player, I don't think there's much difference between the two of them. But if Murdoch Masilla can bang out sixty five plus, then he's probably the the easy answer. But I just don't know if he's if he's got the engine to. Uh, Murdoch Masilla was pretty bad on the edge for the Warriors. Um, so I'm kind of burnt by this. Like he's got this really, so really everyone. slow turn speed. I just don't think he's an edge player. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why the Dragons think he is, but he's going to be wanna... their second best edge back rower, which is not a compliment to him. No, I know. <laughs> but he was like a he was like a full on reserve grader for the Warriors, right? And now he's mm. he's been you know he's got this walk up starter arc. edge back row. It's it's <laughs> insane to me. Like it's not often that that happens. Like no. I get it for Elise Katoa, for example, you know, joins mm. a much better team, um, had a lot of raw talent, but Murdoch Masala was really, really bad. So I look, I think he'll be fine. I think playing on an edge, he'll get a good amount of points. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'd be wanting to start him until I've seen a bit. I, and this Dragons team is going to be horrible as well. But like, who's Tom Couchman or whatever his name is? He's a, a crower, I think. Yeah. 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 So. Toby, I guess, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Toby. Toby, no, Tom, I think his name's Tom. Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, what? so it's, it, let's say Bird averages 50 and Tohu Harris, Harris averages 55. Is it worth, like, 5K less? Bird has one less buy already. He's in a centre position. We know he's a keeper at centre, even if he's in the back row. Uh, yeah, he is. Is that, is that just a, you know. Is that just a tactical decision from that point? And you just play him in your forwards in the short term or, you know, you just take your best. You know, last year it was, you know, we were playing dudes in the centres, like in the forwards that were actually centres and then moving them later for for trades. And that seemed to be a good strategy. Maybe that's it again. Yeah, definitely. And and Bird was all over the place last year as well. Like we kind of got him as an edge and then he ended up playing some six and playing some, lock and you kind of you you were kind of net positive after all of it but it was it was quite stressful <laughs> um mm. but this year it seems like um jack de hurt as well um so that's something to think about but that will just be mollo i guess um yeah that he comes back in for bird seems like the seems like the lock so yeah mm. i think do it i think it's a great I'm, buy i'm just finding it hard cool. to trust well, uh, this trade question, this uh, trade cheese question, I think this ties into another one from Facebook. Um, Jamie said, "Is the riskiest move to just not trade after one game sample sizes?" So, like, you know, are we considering cheese part of the one game tra- sample size, or are we happy to move him on because of that role change? I don't think it's a risk to hold him per se, because, like, he's not gonna he's not gonna put up thirty points a week. Like, he's gonna give you about 40 in in a 60-minute hooker-lock hybrid role. That's not what we bought him for because he's priced at 40. But I think you probably give him round two and three, like particularly if you're in the situation like Rob is where there's no obvious option. Like if you can use like one trade and make him Torhu Harris or make him Reese Robson or something like that, do that. But if you can't and you're looking for another – dude is going to average about the same and you need a hooker cover, like don't don't make that decision. Uh, but, yeah, it's just 
I feel like it's you, we didn't buy guys to maintain their value either, so mm. it's hard. It's a hard one. And like while you're getting forties from a guy that you're paying for forty, you're gonna uh, there's other people that are gonna be getting fifties from you know the Trent Liero, Bryce Cartwrights of the world. You know, but then you know you trade it to a guy like Jack Bird, who's just as likely to end up out in the centres or at five eight and and you know putting up thirty threes and you know then you're in the exact same position with one less trade. So, you know, I think we- I think that's certainly right for trading down to someone like Luke. But I don't know because Bird's got that centre eligibility. I just don't think there's going to be anyone that kind of gets close to him really mm. in the centres, like yeah. especially because he's not playing Origin. Um, it's I think I, it's a different proposition. Yeah, I really want Bird just because I had to play him a couple of times in the Hurt Locker finals last year. I think like at back-to-back weeks I was against Bird and I didn't have him. Um, and he was just such a pain to watch because he's similar to Ben Hunt in that team. Like he's one of the two players that actually bloody give their all every week for that team where he's just in everything. Like, And he's so bloody elusive. He's always dancing around, breaking tackles, throwing offloads. And he's, yeah, his work rate is is quite high. Like he just wants to be involved in everything, which yeah, I really like in a player. Yeah. All right. You took me into it. I'm getting Jack Bird this week. Oh, hey. I'd get Jack Bird in a heartbeat if I could afford him. It was, he just loves the crab run, eh? It's just so enjoyable does, to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I still got it's 332K just... in my bank. What do I do with this money? Oh, uh, compound interest. It's tiny violin, eh? It's tiny violin. <laughs> what am I going to do with it all? Um, oh. All right, let's 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 move on. Uh, all right, Sam L. Um, I'm assuming he doesn't need half cover. He wants to know broken Burton for tenacious Tohu, or is the bird the word? Oh, uh, we didn't talk about Burton, did we? He was so so bad. Uh, I'd hold Burton. I would hold Burton yeah, as well. I tend to agree. I tend He's going to be a great um, buy, and anyone that's going to be a great buy means they're a hold. Yeah, and uh, like I know he plays Melbourne this week, but um, like round three and four, he comes up against the Tigers and the Warriors. So there should be some attacking stats available for him there. He had a just a monumental outlier bad game. He had uh, what minus twenty four in negatives, six missed tackles, two penalties, and four errors, which just doesn't seem like something he's going to do um, <laughs> ever again. To be honest, uh, put up a point two ppm. Um, it, it just might be a case of he's like last year where he's just a little bit of a slow start, but I, I, he is going to be a keeper at some stage. And just like all the people that um, sold him last year, they were scrambling to get him back in um, mm. after a couple of rounds. So, yeah, lean hold, I think. Um, all right, Charles W. wants to know a question for you, Mark. Uh, AKP, another chance versus the Dragons? Uh, yes, but not in my starting team. Number 21. Yeah. No, fair. Um, Rob, uh, Jake S, he wants to know here, thoughts on Joe Stimson? Ooh, he's got a try, didn't he? I don't recall. I know he was doing well. I saw he was doing well at halftime, and then he sort of slowed up in the second half, I think. Oh, no, try saver. But he got 42 in 80 minutes. Um, no, is my short answer to that. 40, 30, oh, mate, this stat line is very Tuolungi. It's 41 tackles, 39 metres. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's got slug all over it, eh? Um, no, no. I think there's. I think I'd probably get like Liero or someone in that elk. Um, and I, I agree with you on not getting Jackson Ford. Um, but yeah, the one that you didn't get um, out of yeah, like even even um, 
if you didn't get Dory, no, would you still wear Dory? Probably not. But no. like Cardi or I get Medic Masilla before I got Medic Masilla. Um, Chican, if you want to take the risk, I just I don't know. I don't know if Simpson's going to be an eighty-minute guy. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, all right, uh, friend of the show, Dale. He's got a question for me. He wants to know who who I think would win in a fight: Jared Wallace or Jai Arrow. Um, he loves asking the fight questions. Uh, I think I'm going to go Jared Wallace. I think uh, Jai Arrow's jaw is just a little bit too big. Like it's too big of a target. Like he's got a very square head. So, but I think, I think it's like, soft Jared's, as well, isn't it? Yeah, a bit of a bit of a soft jaw. Yeah. Yeah. I, re- I reckon Jared could land one there. Um, yeah. What do you boys think? Are you taking Wallace in this fight? Oh yeah, hands down. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. Where are we up to? Okay, so uh, Stoven wants to know, will uh, Ben Murdoch-Masilla get dual position before the round starts? Um, no. No, unfortunately. Yeah, just a case of the fact that he, because the Dragons didn't play round one, a little, um, yeah, forgotten forgotten about Van Hub rule. So now he's going to have to wait till about round six, I think, to get dual position. Um, all right, Mark, question for you, mate. Callum, mm-hmm. he wants to know, is it too late to, to, to join the Cardi party? I already have Matt Dury. <laughs> <laughs> is it too late to join the Cardi Party? Um, oh, it depends who you who you're trading. Um, I wonder if like here's an interesting question for you: Brandon Smith to Bryce Cartwright. Yeah, I'd do that in a second. I think if I didn't need a hook. Yeah, cover. when do we think Lane's back? Like round five? Yeah, five to seven is uh, is what it says in the casualty ward, or in the physios casualty ward. Round five yeah, to seven. Yeah, we've got. Um, yeah, he's got a pretty low BE and is I don't yeah. see. I think he's going to get about 45s, you know, low 40s to 45. If, kind he, of if, 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 he was to, if he was to average 45 for the next three weeks, he'll make about 160,000. Yeah, you so put I, that I, in the bank I every day of the week. Yeah, I think if it's Brandon Smith to Cardi, I think it's a net positive points and money. So I'd, something like that I'd do, I think. Yeah. Uh, last Facebook question that's uh, not basically cheese-related. Um, he wants to know, Matt, he wants to know um, about two players. Firstly, uh, are they the real deal, Hammerso? Mark, real deal, Hammerso? Yeah. I actually think he could be a keeper centre this year with Bird, maybe. Uh, probably not. Yeah, I tend to agree. What do, what do you think, Rob? Has Hammer the real deal? Mm, I looked at Hammerso a bit. This week, um, just because you know, wanting to shore up my centers, etc. Um, I think so. I think I'd buy him in if you didn't have like Isaac Thompson or something. Like, if you want to get an extra guy that is relatively stable and isn't just a rookie winger, um, then I'd I'd get him. I think. Um, and the second one he wants to know is a real deal. Josh King, Mark, is is Josh King the real deal? No. Rob, real deal. Who do you think in the storm is going to take minutes off him going Well, they, they've just put Wishart in the team and added a forward to the bench. Yeah. That's, I think, my my answer is that, like, 80 minutes is not sustainable for, for Josh King. Um, I mean, it, it is. It's just not a good idea for Melbourne. Yeah. Well, I guess it is. Yeah, he showed us that he can do it. Um, but it did, yeah, it did feel like an anomaly to me. Um, yeah. I think if you started with him, happy days, bully to you. But um, 
Yeah, yeah I, I just I can't help but I just can't help but think this is a, a giant outlier of a game. Like we saw plenty of yeah, games from him last year where he was playing seventy minutes, and like his PPM was just never close to to this good. Like he had a try assist and a line break assist, two offloads. Like the, those aren't things he normally does. Yeah, um, it was a real plotter week. So he had fifty five tackles, one hundred thirty three meters. I don't know. Yeah, just it just doesn't seem sustainable. Like his PPM last year was zero point six three when he played at least 50 minutes. So for that to jump up to 0.95 and be sustainable, just uh, that would be one of the biggest jumps in PPM we've ever seen, I think. Um, yeah. All right. So uh, so Instagram. Um, so TK from Talking League, he wants to know, Mark, have you deleted the app yet? No, mate. Only because I've got <laughs> faith. I've got some faith. I was going to delete app. I was in in the pits of despair on Sunday night, uh, but I'm I'm back. Got a good feeling. I realised that I've got 400k in my bank, and I probably should have spent that on players, uh, but I didn't. So uh, yeah, I'm going to spend this week uh, trying to work out how to spend some of that money. But there's so many guys like, and this is the reason why I, I decided to just keep it. Is like we got guys like Burton, Appy Corusau. Uh, Tohu, all looking like really good value, and I've got the ability to just make those moves. Uh, that's sort of why I decided to do it. So I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm not deleting the app. I have some faith, uh, but I'm, I'm not feeling optimistic at the moment. So I'm going to need to pull my finger out. Yeah, I was pretty close to deleting it when uh, Tyson Frizzell went off on Friday, I'll tell you that. But, uh, mm. <laughs> but uh, one David Fafina line break spurred me back up. So, yeah. Um, I'm feeling a little bit better this week. Um, all right. Uh, James, he wants to know Tyson Brazel to Jack Bird, or is that sideways? Sideways. Rob, what do you think? Yeah, I wouldn't be trading Frizzell. I think it's similar to Burton. We're going to be looking at buying Frizzell in a couple of weeks. Um, I like getting Jack Bird, but um, probably do cheese to Bird or some other combination of trades yeah. and just... Given given that Bird plays after Rizel, I'd be fine with making this trade if like Rizel for some reason doesn't play. But I I think with a nine day turnaround, I think he'll be fine. So yeah, I'd, I'd probably just hang on to him. Um, all right, uh, Cameron wants to know. Uh, oh geez, this is an interesting trade. So he's looking at uh, dropping Tarpany and AKP for a wing fullback, maybe Lockie Miller and Jackson Ford. Uh, Mark, what do you reckon? So I guess my original question is, why didn't you have Lockie Miller to start? Um, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, that's a big the one. Wing fullback we got uh, on a yeah, plate. That was the easiest decision in fantasy outside of buying Captain Nathan Cleary was by Lockie and, Miller and, this year and Hopgood. No, all, you know, we're here I mean, now. We're here now. We're here now. That was a that was a, a very easy decision. I don't know if I would be taking the route of selling Tarpany. Uh, I would be taking the route of like if you could do something like. Brandon Smith and Cam Pereira for Cardi Party and Lucky Miller or something like that. Like I would do something like that. I think. Um, yeah. Maybe even Cheekhead or Burden, Ben Murdoch Masilla instead of Cardi Party if we've already got him. Maybe. Yeah. Um. But, yeah. No. Not Tarpany. Keep him. All right. Uh, Rory wants to know our thoughts on Stimson and Cheekham. I think we've sort of touched off on that. Um, Stimson, no. Cheekham, yes, but it's a dice roll. 
Mm. Is that the consensus? Yes-ish. Yeah, it kind of depends on what other dice rolls you've taken. There seems to be a fair few that people are rolling with already, so... Mm. Um, Steve, uh, question for you, Rob. Steve wants to know, is Isaac Thompson risky to get in? No, I, I can get him. I think he looked good. Um, he didn't score a phenomenal amount of points, but he's a winger and it's pretty good for a winger. And he seems like he's got a spot now. Milne's lingering in reserves, but Isaac's clearly the, um, got the spot, the incumbent now. So yeah, I'd be getting him. Great jewel. Um, good. Well, Difficult-ish draw, the rabbits, right? But, um, yeah, fine, get him. I think. Yeah. yeah. Wheels up. Like 34 from a 310K winger who didn't score a try. Like, that's that's yeah. what you want. Like, that's Absolutely. beautiful. Um, and I, I didn't think he was that risky prior to round one, to be honest. I don't think Milne is, is a world beater. I don't think he's beating no, anyone I think, to a spot. I think we all got around to that eventually. Yeah. Um, all right. So, Ben, he wants to know, uh, who are you picking out of these three? These are... Slightly different price brackets, but um, Murdoch, Masilla, Cheekham, or Liero. Boys, who are you picking? Give me your one out of these three. Here you go, Rob. Uh, Liero, um, 80 minutes and um, still has quite a lot of cash to make. Um, Cheekham and Murdoch, Masilla, I would take under caution, but if you... Um, need the cash, then I'd probably lean Masilla over. Yeah, I'd take Ben Mullard Masilla, I think. Yep. Um, Jack doesn't have a question. He just says, thanks for the invite to the Cardi party. Um, that's you are right, mate. Like, Yeah, grab yourself a drink, settle in. It's, it's going to be fun. We've got fireworks going off in, uh, in a couple of hours. That'll be fun. Um, all right, so uh, another... Instagram user, he's in a little bit of uh, strife. He, wants to, he says, what to do? I've got uh, Harley Smith Shields and Alamotti in the centres with no cover because cover is for pussies. Um, <laughs> good man. <laughs> I think it just might be Smith to Bird, isn't it? And yeah, just get wheels up. Out of your centers. Yeah. But would you get, would you get um, Hemiso or Isaac Thompson? Yeah. I mean, I, ideally, yes. But, like, you know, surely at that point, I mean, what's what's the difference between, I mean, Hamaso and Bird could only be five points. Get out of here, Mark. It could be. But it's hey, floor. Bird, it's floor, 50, isn't it? It's, 50%, it's, um... 50% of Bird's lock starts in 60-plus minutes are under 40 points. So yeah. don't come at me with Bird 51, you know, average. He could 100% be a 45 average. Is is Hammer going to be a 40 average? Hammer's going to be 50 average, mate. It's floor, isn't it? It's floor versus ceiling. Exactly right, Rob. You're, you're paying for the yeah. floor with Bird. Yeah. Uh, the theoretical floor, unless he gets moved to the, one of the other seven positions that he plays, in which case it's not the floor. And, but but I think it is. I think it is. I think he's the lock this year. Because they've got the options. Lot. They've got options. Yeah. They've got Mbai, who's not really an option, but he's an option for this Dragons team. Um, he'd be their best fullback probably. And their best half. You know, that's not, <laughs> not the one that's playing there. So he's but, the best fourteen, uh, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, their best number nine, mate. Their best number nine's in fourteen. Take a poo. That's, that's um so uh in short, uh I yeah, if you if you 
if you have something else that you can do with that 270k difference between Thompson and Bird or Hamaso and Bird for 200k, I'd probably look at that. If you don't, then obviously, Bird's Bird is the word. I think. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, D Potter wants to know who to trade out for Cameron Munster. Who to get in for Cameron Munster? Rob, what do you reckon? Who are you getting in for money? Say you got money in your team. Who are you? How much you is Munster in? worth? I don't. I'd probably uh, get eight sixty-two. So. Wow. Do we? Do you, yeah, need, if you a need a half? Yeah, if you need a half, if, probably do we. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming you probably he does do need, need a half. half. If you if you're getting, um, if you if you got Munster right, you probably didn't get. Well, you might have got Cleary and Munster, but that's a lot of cash. But even Cleary, even Cleary's going to be on a buy next week. Yeah, I so, think yeah. I, I think I get Dewey or maybe Adam Reynolds. Oh, um, <laughs> oh yes. Yeah, Adam I, I look. I love that. I, I like Adam Reynolds a lot. I like Me Adam too. Reynolds a lot. Yeah, Ezra Mam just doesn't add a lot to that team. Oh, so. I think he does in the things that aren't fantasy stat based. And yeah, Adam Reynolds like is Matt doing Moylan. everything that's fantasy stat based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except the thing that's that Matt, I mean. Al- that's except I mean. the thing that Matt Moylan adds is tries to the other team's stat sheet <laughs> and looking <laughs> looking like a pretty boy. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think the I think the answer is probably Dewey if you need a half. Otherwise, I mean, just get the best player you can. You can afford maybe Harry Grant if you don't need a half. Yeah, or Robson maybe. That's yeah, Robson, the best one. Yeah. Yep. Um, Lopes wants to know is Tohu wheels up. Uh, I, I suppose he is. It's our, sort yes. of our consensus. Yep. Yeah. Ryan um, doesn't like it, but I do like. Oh it. no, I, I think he's a, a fine buy. Um, I, I sort of think he can be like a, a fifty-four, fifty-five in like sixty-five to seventy minutes, which is still five points of value. So I mean, if you if you want Tohu, then you know go in. That's a keeper, so no problems mm. there. Ryan's a noted um, Tohu naysayer, though. Don't listen to him. It served me well <laughs> last year. Yeah, God, I just remembered I had Tohu last year and it was not enjoyable. So, uh, um, All right, Hamish wants to know, uh, Mark, hold or because Rob's biased, hold or sell okay. Tamari Martin? Hold. Hold. All right. Um, I would hold as well. Rob. I think it's like yeah, looking of at you the... you're a Warriors fan. No, 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 but I, like he didn't do much. Mark. He didn't do much, but it's like look at the floor in the wing fullback options that we've that we were dealt with last week. Yeah, it's, you actually want him tackling more. It'll be better in tougher games. So once he gets this easy matchup out of the way against the Roosters, after that, uh, I think they have a pretty tough schedule. So there'll be a lot of tackling for Tamari. But like I think that's his that's his floor. The whatever it is, twenty five he got or whatever. Um, I think some of those, some of the wing fullback options that we started with, their floor are definitely in the single digits, if not, if not zero for AKP. So, yeah. like, I think that's what you're paying the slight difference between him and those cheapies. All right. Um, this next question, uh, Rob, I'm, I'm going to group this one together because they're a little bit relevant. So, um, Man in the Hills wants to know what do we think of uh, Jeremy Marshall King? Expensive but cheaper than the Origin guys, and the Finns draw is not that bad. And friend of the show James, he's he's got seven hundred and forty-seven k to buy a hooker. He's got Boyd. Is there anyone worth buying for cheese? So I think these two tie together. Um, so give give us uh, you, what hooker are you getting for seven hundred forty-seven k? And is it Jeremy Marshall King? I need to there's just a, have a quick look. There's at a really easy answer to this question. 
Give it to um, me, Mark. Hit me. Hit me. It's it's Reed Marnie. Yeah, it is. At six hundred eighty seven K. It's it's so it's so easy, it's not funny. Yeah, so Marshall King got a big Marshall King got a big line break, um, didn't he? To set up and the try assist. Hammer yeah. so try. And he played seventy two ish minutes, I think. Um yeah. I don't know. I only looked I only looked at him because I have him in draft. Um otherwise he kind of just feels to me like he's priced about right. So yeah, I'd be getting I'd be getting money or yeah. it's t- Robson's more than a hundred uh, more than seven hundred now, isn't he? He's eight hundred and something. Oh yeah, eight hundred and six, yeah. Reed Marnie, fifty one tackles, sixty meters, ninety three kick meters, line break assist. You know, he was very important to the Bulldogs team. Uh, he was comfortably their best player. Um, it's it's pretty clear that the Bulldogs are going to play through the middle of the field and he's going to be an important part of that. Mm. Uh, I would strongly consider, yeah, strongly consider buying him. What he about, may even like, be somebody that I look at for my overall team this week as well. What about Jaden Braley? No. What, well, the thing with Jaden Braley is you're paying 6K or 9K more than Reed. Uh, for a guy that really doesn't have the upside, the upside that Reed does. No, he just kind of tackles, isn't he? And mm. it's just not yeah, enough. The odd, the odd decent play, but yeah, no, for the most part, yeah, he's just a. But I, I think the the answer to the question is there's not a phenomenal amount of value going around at hooker at the moment. Like even someone like Reed Money or Jaden Braley, it's like kind of five or six points, isn't it? Mm. And yeah. it's kind of really come home to roost that we should have started with like a good hooker, I think, like a like a Robson or a or a Grant, who again didn't have probably more than ten points or even close to ten points. But yeah. it's just the positional scarcity um yeah. means. And you're paying that for the floor a, there as well. Yeah, we're now just in a real spot of bother because we're kind of scratching around for someone with you know, maybe even five points value. Um, mm. So, yeah, Red Money just seems like a good guy. He's probably going to be like the fourth best hooker. So, just yeah. go with that. Mm. Um, Dwayne wants to know, is Josh King a buy? I think we've sort of landed on no. no. Well, apparently uh, 1.9% of fantasy coaches think he is a buy. Mm, interesting. Is that what he's gone up? Yeah. That's crazy. Mm. Eh? He's the fifth most purchased player this week. Just chasing well, last week. He's one one spot ahead of Jermaine Asako. How good was uh, Asako? I'm, <laughs> I'm having deja vu. I remember buying Josh King in round two last year. The difference was he was 170k cheaper. Yeah, he was like yes. 330 last year. I think. Yeah, it was awesome. yeah. That round. The King brothers. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, let's round out Instagram here. So Eunice wants to know two guys if they're buyers or not. Hammer. We, we I think we our answer is yes. Yep. Yep. Um, and the second guy we haven't discussed yet, and he had a, a bit of an outlier stat game, but it was a roaring game footy-wise. He was incredible. Um, Lachlan Ilias. Mark, no. what do you think? Lachlan Ilias. Hard no. Hard no. Rob, Lachlan Ilias, any interest? 480K? Oh, just I think I've, I'm um, thrice bitten, twice shy with Lachlan Ilias. <laughs> um, but he, he was phenomenal. Like He had an incredible game. Um, can I can I actually just flag something now going back to Ilias though? Go on. Yep. Three out of his last four games, he's gone fifty plus. Mm. 
he was very good at the end of it, at the back end of last year too. But like, yeah. so was South. Like South were quite good. Yeah, yeah but they're not. That's not going to change this year, is it? No, no. Yeah. So why are you so flamingly against? Yeah, why were you hard no? Well, because I didn't. I didn't know that he had two fifties in the finals, did I? Oh, you're looking <laughs> at finals. Um, now I'm looking at. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like his two games mm. against the Roosters and the Sharks, 53, 52. 27th against the, the Panthers in the grand final, but I mean, and then but then 73 against the Sharkies. Like maybe it is, maybe it is uh, Ilias's time. Um, I think that's right. I think I'd more attacking stats in the bottom half of this st- sample size than there is in the top. Um, yeah, no, I don't. No, I, I'm just going to go no. I'm staying with the no. Yeah, like I, I really don't mind today. 480k yeah. is pretty cheap. Just like three turnover tackles, a try saver, and a try. Uh, I don't know, like that. It for a 73 too. Like you take out what three turnover tackles, a try saver. That's what 17 points. Um, like just there, you're into what uh, quick math mid like mid 50s with a try. Like that's a bit Sam Walker like, isn't it? Yeah, but Sam Walker's mm. if Sam Walker was 450k, we'd be buying him. I think we wouldn't. It's a good point. Yeah, Sam Walker was never for 50k, right? Well, he was the one time, but like yeah, last year, year but... he was already more than that. So, yeah, if you take out his first five games, Lachlan Elias, uh, including the game that he just played, uh, his average is a tickle under 40. And he's priced at what, like low 30s currently? Yeah, and yep. he'll play around 13. Yeah, I, th- I like it's, it as a buy. It's not a train wreck out there. Yeah. Um, I, I'd rather just wait for Matt Burton, I think. Do, I suppose people yeah. don't really need halves, do they? Like, no. Unless really. you had Munster. If we had like a situation where Hines was named this week and Trindle had just evaporated, I would spend that. And like, obviously, you know, you've only got 300K or whatever. Like, I, like I've only got 300K. I'd, do, I'd just do Trindle up to Ilias because he's the best player in that range for sure. Mm. Um, but like, if I could choose from him or like, Liero or whatever, like I don't really see, you know, any benefit to going Ilias for another 70K over a guy like Liero. I think they're probably average about the same. Hmm. All right. Um, last question from Instagram. Um, two-parter. This might this probably ties into the, uh, the stock market article that you did, Mark, but um, I'll start with you, Rob. Give me your top three buys of round two, your top three buys. Which two pl- three players? Give, give it to me, Rob. Which three players are you buying? Money's no object. Um, okay. I'm going to just contextualize just the, the average fantasy player who's lost cheese, needs a hooker. Um, Method oh. acting. I like it. Why think, are you projecting your problems onto the people, Rob? <laughs> I am projecting my problems onto the people. Uh, I'm going to take it back a step and just assume that the regular fantasy player is smarter than me and started with they, they listened to the fantasy amateurs podcast and took reese robson i'm terrible <laughs> at listening to my own advice and i always have been so um it's, it's probably the only thing i actually got right this round was taking reese robson actually yeah no it was it was a good buy i, I had him in my team for so long i'm furious um i really think it's jack bird i know jack bird number not, one yeah i'm putting jack bird number one um, this is your list, mate. Don't worry about Mark. He'll have his time to rebut in a second when I ask him the second part of this question. I think 
like don't even think about probably Tyrell me... Sloan or Murdoch Masilla, one of those two. So, and right, so Dragons at number two. Uh, Bryce Carwright. Yeah, Cardi Party. I like that. This is the only time the Dragons will be top two. It's in Rob's <laughs> list. Um, <laughs> all right. And Mark, he also wants to know the top three traps of round two. Who were the biggest oh. traps this week? <sighs> I want your three buys as well, by the way. Both of you. Yeah. Okay. Can I can I do the buy the top three buys first? Please. Sure. Hit me. All right. I think if you're exploring, you know, projecting Rob's issues onto the other people who didn't listen to the podcast, I would be uh, saying my one of my top three buys would be Reed Marnie. Ooh, okay. Uh Maybe, yeah, I like Ben Murdoch-Masilla and um, and Torhu, I think. That's my top three picks. I like Loyero as well. I, f- I forgot about him. A lot of people don't have him. Loyero or Kato. Honourable mention. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, honourable mention. <laughs> um, yeah, no, look, I, th- I think a lot of the same guys. I, I like Jack Bird. I like Murdoch-Masilla. Um and oh, I don't even know who I'd put at number three. Probably Cardi Party as well. I'm going to go the same top three as Rob. Um, but mm. we need the we need the traps. Who, who are the biggest traps? I reckon Josh King might be one. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, okay. If we're just basing be, it, it could on be Cheekam, right? <laughs> could if be. we're base, okay, so here's the top most purchased players this round. Unsurprisingly, Jermaine Hopgood number one. How uh, people not the silly the silly three point six three point seven percent people didn't have Jermaine Hopgood. Ilias number two, he might be he might be the trap of the week. I think it, no, I think Ilias is a good boy. Um, yeah, Josh King, hundred percent. Um Isako? The yeah, the the dragon Lemuelu the, is a trap. The, the three the three dolphins in a row, Asako, Lemuelu, Nichols <laughs> all over one point two five percent. Brent Naden. All three of them. Yeah. Brent Naden was really good, but we know what Brent Naden is, and yeah, it's, I think we yeah. can we can just if if, if the, the if the Tigers keep running like ninety percent of the ball down that left edge, though, Brent Naden is going to score points by accident. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I like you see on footy statistics the top losers money they've got like not coin goats. I like not coin goats. Top gainers, coin goats, coin goats. not top losers, not coin goats. Um, yeah. I think Sonny Luke could be a trap as well, just quietly. I was like, actually going to put him in my top three buys. Yeah, Ooh. but he could be right. Like he's he's we we all think that he's going to steal minutes from Kenny, but last week he only played thirty minutes total. Yeah, after the buy, I think he's going to steal minutes from Kenny. Maybe, I think they maybe. need to lose. I think they maybe. need to lose this week to the Rabbitohs, and then but like then if he's a change. If he's a thirty-minute guy and he doesn't score a try, he's like seventeen yeah. points. He's going to. Like I don't, I don't his... think he is going to be a thirty-minute guy. That's the point. No, like no, the... I know, and we all hope that he isn't. But like, it could, it could be. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't think he's. I, I'm, I don't think I'm he's saying a buy this week. I, th- I think the pe- no, I don't think he's a buy this week. But I think history is going to show that he would have been a top three buy this week. Interesting. Does that make sense? We'll come back to this. Because I think I think what's going to happen is the Panthers fans are going to lose the the Panthers are going to lose again, and then they're going to go on the bye, and there's going to be fifty thousand Benjis 
out the front of Panther <laughs> Stadium, ready to burn the place to the ground. In Austin's. Oh, also. Yeah. I keep I keep mixing up Austin and James as to who's the Panthers fan and who's the Roosters fan. James is the Roosters fan, yeah. I, yeah, I got no time. I got no time for Roosters fans. Like, I don't think there are. I suppose any. it's the same because they're both losers, but you know, wouldn't um, wouldn't be any of the four Queensland teams who all won. Yes. All right. Um, oh, Adam Dewey's a Twitter. great guy as well. Just by the way, just if you've lost a half. Yep. Um, Let's bring it home with Twitter now. A couple of questions here to bring it home. Um, all right, Rob, Mark Mark wants to know, not, not uh, Mark with a C, he wants to know, Egan Butcher to Jack Bird, would you make that trade? I think I'd keep Egan. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I, I think if you got him now, I don't think anything's changed. from. Yeah, he kind of dodged a bullet there. So I think I'd just be, you know, counting your lucky stars that he didn't get suspended and just... Yeah. All right, uh, Mark, this is a hard-hitting question for you. I'm sure you'll have to think about this one long and hard. Um, Tommy Talao to Moses Mbai, short of Isaac Thompson. Would you get in Moses Mbai? <laughs> no, no. Well, no, but, I mean, <laughs> well, how many minutes is he going to play? If he plays 50 minutes... I was just trying to ask Ryan to set the line on how many minutes you think Mbai is going to play over um, Little... I think Mbai is going to play 60 minutes, 20 at hooker, and 40 somewhere in the back line because there'll be an injury. There you go. Did you say 40 at lock for Jack Bird? (laughs) Go away. Go away. I mean, even with Mbai, right? So, like, he played five games at hooker last year. He averaged 55 minutes for 28 points. So, um it's I don't even know if that's better. I don't know if that's better than Tommy Talao, if I'm being honest. So, no. I, I think I'd just hold on to Talao. Like, as long as he's not in your 17, if, if he can, as long as you can keep him in your emergencies, I think he's fine. Yeah. All right. Uh, Rob, rank the cows this week. You're going to rank them for me. One to five or five to one, whatever you want. It's your list. Murdoch Basilla, Chicam, Liero, Sonny Luke, Matt Dory. I'm gonna put. Oh, I'm gonna put Liero one. I think he's just the safest, mm. um, and I think he's still gonna make 100k. I really do. I think he looked showed good areas, um, and then Murdoch Masilla. What were the other ones? Uh, Murdoch Masilla, Cheekamp, Luke, and Dory. I think Dory's five or four. I don't know your list. Sorry. Yeah, um, I'll put cheek. I'll put Cheekam in the like. If you if you want to if you want to take a risk, um, he could pay off. He's got a low break even, and then uh, Dory uh, and Luke. But Luke could be the best buy out of any of them if he gets more minutes. But I'm putting him five this week. I just couldn't do it to myself. All right, um, Mark. I'm hitting you with the, the second last question. Um, so. Jack here, he's got three options. These are the three options he's assessed. Um, so he's, he's short of uh, Reed Marnie, so put that back in your holster. Um, okay. he, he Option one is keep cheese. Option two is trade to Wade Egan. Or option three is someone else at 666K or less with Boyd at nine cover. He said he's a little bit nervous about that because the, uh, the 666 uh, seems like a bad omen. 
Mate, well, if you got cheese, it's already a bad omen, so I wouldn't worry about it at that <laughs> point. Uh, I actually suggest waiting for like one more week to, for Appy Coruscant's price to drop a little bit. Yeah, I think just hang. Yeah, I think the the situation there is just hang on to cheese for one more week. Yeah. Or yeah, I mean, or if you just wanted to run the gauntlet for one week, because you know you, you we know that Boyd's going to be playing. Or if you're only making one trade, like maybe you could um, cash cheese out if you wanted to like if you missed a cardi or something like that you go cheese right. cardi the, and... only, the only problem with that is the titans play the very last game of the week mm. and hamstring injuries happen at training sure just but i mean not, if, yeah, if, yeah. I, yeah i think the the cost of benefit there is is too low if you don't have any other you know mm. Yeah, no, you're probably right. But I, but I think yeah, as well. Like cheese isn't going to be losing a phenomenal amount this week either. It's not like cheese is staring down the barrel of a eighty, seventy, or eighty break even. So yeah, hang on to I, him. Yeah, I think I agree with Mark. But I, I agree that you know, get rid of cheese if you can. Mm. Get him to like right. someone. Yeah. That's good. Okay. So I think we need to nail down some hard and fast advice here because we sort of. We spoke about it before a couple of times without like setting a clear piece of advice, and I feel like we're just going to have a thousand people DM us, DMing us asking for more information. Mm-hmm. So, be- unfortunately, Tanner Boyd plays the last game of the round, which sucks eggs. So, if your only two hooker options are Tanner Boyd and Brandon Smith, and you cannot afford a good player, like let's say Reed Marnie or one of the guns, is our advice that you are holding Brandon Smith or is our advice that you are running the gauntlet that Tanner Boyd is not going to get injured at training or dropped last minute for Sexton, which I don't think is going to happen, but the first one definitely could happen. Um, I think it's you need, and if you're going to do that, you need another hooker before round five. So oh, you're obviously, gonna... yeah, but I mean, like, you don't want to be rolling around with one hooker. No, 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 I know, but you absolutely need another hooker by round five. So that's like your hard deadline. So you need to be starting to think about when you're going to be getting another hooker and who it's going to be. Yep. But I'm okay, I'm okay, I think, with, with running Just Boyd this week. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm leaning that way, but I'm a risk, uh, a very you know, risk-tolerant person. Um, so, like, I'm considering just running Boyd for the next couple of weeks, but uh, it, it is a very risky strategy. Um, all right, last question. Question for all three of us. Uh, Dan wants to know, who, which player was the biggest pest last weekend? Whoever you, however you choose to define pest, it could be fantasy-related, could be footy-related. Rob, who do you reckon? Who's, who's giving you the most grief? Or who do you think is uh, the biggest pest of the weekend, round one? Mm. Burton? Matt Burton, your biggest pest? What does pest mean? Well, it's however <laughs> you choose parameters. to define it, mate. However <laughs> you parameters. choose to define it. No, uh, it's, probably calm per- it's probably Calm Pereira, I think. Just like get a single point. <laughs> what, a, what, a fast, what a debut in the NRL. <laughs> Mark, what about you, mate? Who's yeah. your biggest pest? Who's giving you the grief? Well, so there's two. So there's... They're both in the same game. 
So Brandon Smith would have to be the biggest fantasy pest for me because you know, like teased us all game. Like it was just a whirlwind of negative emotions. And you know, like every time he came back on, you're like, Oh, finally, this is the time. And then it wasn't the time. Uh, so that was the fantasy pest, but the, the, the actual pest of the week was Felice Cafusi, who just took it upon himself to make sure that none of the Roosters players had any ribs left. <laughs> He loved it. He loves the barbecue ribs. Yeah. Um, I think he was wearing his Queensland jersey. Jersey. We might have to call him Origin Kafusi. He was. Like Origin Gagai. I've seen him play for a long time. So, But he plays like that. Every Origin game he plays, he plays like that. He He's a mongrel for a first try score a bit, eh? <laughs> I don't know about that. He's definitely a mongrel for breaking somebody's ribs. Or <laughs> just like... Can like you set me six... some odds on that, Ryan? <laughs> Ribs broken. Ribs broken. Plus the line. Plus or minus. Oh, dear. All right. I think... I, um... I, I want to get a consensus on this, boys. I'm, I'm not going to leave you without a without a firm piece of advice here from everybody. Ryan. Cheese. Yes. Because I, I feel no, like I we... It's... Well, I... I... Yeah. <laughs> Rob... Okay, because there's lots of people who are going to feel like the questions haven't been answered here. So it there's two there's you're in two one of two baskets, right? You're in the you've got Tanner Boyd and Robson or Marnie or Cheese or Cook or someone like that basket, and the not that basket, right? If you are in the has at least one other hooker aside from Tanner Boyd basket, what are the players that you would trade for Brandon Smith, if any? For example, Ryan, would you trade Ryan Sutton for Brandon Smith? Uh, yes, I think I would. I think you're going to get similar scoring, but for, what, 100, 100K less? Um, and you're going to get somebody who's going to go up in price? Yep. So we've agreed that we'd ride the Cardi Party or something like that. But, Rob, would you trade Ben murdoch Masilla for Brandon Smith and bank the 300K? No. No, you wouldn't? What no, about think... Trent Liero, who you've been more excited about? I am pretty excited about Trent Liero. That's probably the trade I would do if I was going to go down f- from Smith and have no hooker cover. Um, but I think it's just, yeah, similar scoring, but 170k less. Ryan, would you trade Brandon Smith to Lachlan Ilias? Um. No, I don't think I would. Would you trade Brandon Smith to Hamaso Tabuai Fado if your wing fullback and or centre was looking a bit bleak? Uh, if uh, if I didn't, I'd, I'd prefer Isaac Thompson, but assuming you've got him already, then, yeah, I, I think I would. Okay. Rob? Would you trade Brandon Smith to Chance Nickel Clockstar? Uh, I think if I do, I no, I don't think so, no. because you're going to have Miller, and then I suppose you're just playing Sloan Warbrick. I think I'm okay with that. I think having another hooker is more beneficial to me. Yeah. What about Mark Nichols? Right? 
Nah, uh, I don't think so. I mean, is he going to be playing 50 minutes every week? Yeah. I don't think These so. Are questions. Yeah. These are questions we have to ask ourselves. Yeah, same price. I mean, he's not that, uh, not that less expensive than Ryan Sutton and you're getting a more defined role. So, yeah, mm. I'd, I'd lean no. No. And we said Lindsay Collins we actually don't hate. Yeah, Collins I don't mind. But, I mean, overall, I think my favourite trade of the week would probably be Smith to Bird if you don't need a hooker. That's probably my personal pick. Cool. And then if you do need a hooker, our advice is to just hang on to Brandon Smith unless you can get to somebody better. Is that the advice? Yeah, or... unless you can get to Reed Marnie, I think, is the lowest I would go. Is your Ryan, you were talking earlier about about being, you know, risking it for the biscuit. Is that your formal advice? Oh, it's not my formal advice. It's uh it's What are you advising? Let's say okay, let's say, you know, you've got good friend of the show, Will, who won last year sending you a DM. Would you advise him to sell Brandon Smith, only carry one was... hooker into the next three weeks? No, no, in my DMs, that's not the advice I'd give out. But I'm, uh, you know, I, I like the, the uh, you know, the dark arts, so I like to <laughs> dabble in the. Uh, if you if you're up at one o'clock in the morning betting on the horses at Bloemfontein, <laughs> go ahead and sell Brandon Smith. If you uh, if you like to put two dollars into the pokies and then go home. Then hang on to him. I think is probably yes. the. Yeah, it's a good way to sum it up. I think Will also started with Reese Robson because, of course, he did. So yeah, because he's this the is guy. academic. We're not. Yeah. We're duds. We're, we're smooth brains, yeah. Rob. <laughs> so smooth. <laughs> All right, I, I feel like I, I felt like that last bit was important because I know there's a thousand Brandon Smith questions, and I feel like we can just tell the people in the DMs to just listen to the last ten minutes of the podcast, and that should cover the Brandon Smith chat. But I think I think it is depending on your risk tolerance, right? Like, yeah, hundred percent. It's it's, it's really is. hard to to say in a vacuum. Don't carry any cover, but depending on whether you want to do it or not is completely up to you. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is is that is um, that the same thought process that led you to not getting a gun hooker in the first place, though? I no, oh, man, my, the, team, my team, my team for me. <laughs> changed so many times. <laughs> No, I actually swapped out uh, Frizzell to get um, Fafita, so I feel okay about that. Oh, that's all right. That's a good move. Yeah, I think up. it was. I think it was Dewey over Robson, which mm. I'm. I, I think I'm okay with as well. But it's just long term. It's going to punish me. I think. Yeah, in in the head to head league, I was looking at Frizzell and Carrigan and trying to work out which one I was going to ditch to get David Fafita, and I selected incorrectly. Mm-hmm. This this might actually be my last ever podcast. If Frizzell comes out and like gets injured again or just has a bad war, <laughs> yeah. I think I'm gonna hang it up. I think this could yeah. be my last ever podcast. We could just hang Frizzell up. Just put him in the never again basket. I, I just think I might be like just retired at that point. I might just delete the app. Mm-hmm. I'll take TK's advice. Um yep. and yeah, I'll just I'll, that'll be me done. So I uh, hope you all enjoyed uh hope you all enjoyed having Ryan's me on the podcast. Last ever podcast. What yeah. a ble- what a bleak finish. Yeah. No, I'll be back. I'll be back when Frizzell scores sixty-five with a try. Oh yeah, like that. mate. They're well, they're playing the then. Tigers. They're playing the Tigers, so you'd have to be good for something here. He's I running he's at gonna... uh, what Brooks too. He's running at Brooks. Here. Oh mate, yeah, he's going to be tackling a lot. Just hope he gets his head above people's hip height. Just... Maybe just send him a DM and just say, "Hey, bro, just you know, don't put your head in the guy other guy's hip." Like nothing derogatory. Advice. Nothing derog- Just actual helpful advice. <laughs> Heads up tackling. Yeah, yeah, literally. Head, put it up. The higher, the better. Yeah. Just not into the chin. That's bad too. 
just keep the head away from the other person's body. I think it's good advice. Um, all right, boys. Uh, Wade Graham suspended four rounds. Uh, see that was that, that the judiciary? judiciary? Yeah, he's he's gone. He lost his appeal. Oh, wheels up, Wilton. Yeah, oh, it just means he won't play till after the bye now. Uh, I can't believe that I, I I find it really hard to believe that the Sharks would bring Nico Hines back in round five only to have him then go on a bye in round six. Oh, we, haven't talked about, hey. we haven't talked about Trendle at all. Yeah. Oh, it's because he's a bit boring, isn't he? If you got him, you're just in there until he's not in there anymore. Yeah. And you're certainly not buying him sweat. this time. It's such a cold sweat owning Trindle. Like, <laughs> oh, it's much. I'd much rather have Trindle than Khan Pereira or Isaiah Katoa at the moment. Yeah, but would you rather have Trindle or Matt Dory? Oh, I'd rather have Matt Dory, but only just yeah. oh, for for the next couple of weeks. I'd rather have Trindle for sure. Mm. I just, I just thought Trindle was going to score better. I think that's it. Like he had such a good yeah. first half. He and then started we were good. Like... Yeah, mate. The Rabbitohs just brought the heat down. Yeah. Mm. And they're going to bring the heat to the Panthers this week. I cannot believe that the Panthers are the favourites. Can't believe it. Unbelievable. <laughs> I, except I, I dropped a hot tip in the uh, the group chat. I was bad-mouthing the group chat on the pod a couple of weeks ago. And I uh, yeah dropped a tip in there, Elias Katoa, any time, which is a dud. I think it, it was good process, bad result. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back in again for double the money this week. Against the dogs. Yes. In we go. Yeah. Okay, you have four dollars eighty. He's got a forty percent try scoring rate when he's in the edge back right. Rude. Moral. Yeah, had to be. He's, if you flip a coin, you know, forty percent is pretty close. Hmm. Yeah, it's due. All right, I think that'll do, guys. Thank you very much for joining us. Hopefully we've an- answered your Brandon Smith related question. Uh, if you have more Brandon Smith related questions, please direct them to us on Instagram. We'll come back to you as soon as well. No, any, any of the platforms. Uh, I'll reply to you on Facebook and Twitter. Um, Rob might reply to you on Facebook as well. Or uh, you can get any one of us on Instagram. Thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoyed yourself. Hopefully uh, your trades are better this week. Uh, and, um, yeah, we'll see you on the weekend for a great game of, foot- game of footy. I'll see you next year. <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs>